0: Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. (laughs) Can your first step into a larger world. That's good. Cool. Hello there, and welcome to Force Material. I'm Rowan Williams. I'm Baz McAllister, and this is the show that's all about the secrets and source material of Star Wars. Hey, Baz.
1: Hey, we we need to we need to pep it up a bit. I think we've already lost some people. <laughs> I I know we're very
0: sad. <laughs> Baz, earlier today, we experienced something with the power to make grown men cry. And I'm not talking about the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker trailer. Yes. I'm talking about recording a, an hour and a half long Rise of Skywalker trailer reaction. Live reaction. Live reaction. <laughs> and then someone, thats someone being me, <laughs> forgetting to hit the record button. Mm. And that entire trailer reaction show being lost to the sands of time. And, you know... It'd be one thing if, if it was a bad show, but it, it was a banger and it's, it's gone forever. All we can hope to do now is. <laughs> well, I know
1: exactly what we can hope to do because mm. as our friends at the blockade runner said on Twitter, what we get to do now is avoid all the hysterical, like, you know, overreactions and we get to swoop in with a really f- measured analysis of what exactly is going on in that trailer. <laughs> sure yeah so you know that that's a niche that's a point of difference right now right yeah i guess so yeah
0: yeah this is the it's not the reaction episode it's the delayed reaction episode (laughs) it's that we've had some time to go away and think about it think about what we've done and what and what the team at lucasfilm have (laughs) done you've stood in the corner (laughs) i've I've stood in the corner yeah yeah And, and now we're coming back to, Mm. um, to have another, to have another crack at this. This is not the greatest podcast in the world that we recorded earlier. This is, this is just a tribute. Uh, we will, we'll, we'll we'll do our best. I don't know, Baz. So, so for those who I was going to say for those who missed it, but that's everyone Everyone. (laughs) apart from us, (laughs) apart from us. We heard it. We heard it. Exactly. Yeah. It was good. Uh, so the, so in the previous podcast, I actually uh avoided watching the trailer the entire day. Like was at work. Yeah. Uh turned my phone off, did not go on Twitter at all. Uh and then and then we watched the trailer. Um I had a genuine, you know, watching it for the first time reaction yeah. to the trailer. Listeners, it was a whole thing. <laughs> we we had to call the emergency services. <laughs> we had to hunt out a spare pair of
1: trousers that he keeps it at the office. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah.
0: it was it was a whole it was a whole thing, but um, you know, maybe Baz, that was that initial reaction was just too pure for this world. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> people wouldn't have been ready. And now, you know, the, you know, as you say, this is the more measured, uh, more yeah. measured response. It was largely a big frozen smile for for two minutes. <laughs> it <laughs> so wasn't. Like, it wasn't that great, yeah. was it? It really didn't translate to audio very yeah. well at all. There's a lot of dead air. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of dead air that might have been our worst episode actually <laughs> no no it was great it, it was, was great the be- it was our the, best the rest episode. of the episode yeah was great it was baller the, i just hope that we the can... rest of the analysis was yeah. great
1: if this episode's even as 50 as good as that one was it'll be our greatest episode ever. that's
0: true yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just going to be difficult to recapture a lot of that sort of off the cuff <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> you just can't make that sort of magic anyway, happen twice this happens to the best of us you know? it does yeah. it does I've, other podcasts have assured me that hey this happens to a lot of guys. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, like, people just forget forget to record their own podcasts. It happens. Yeah. Uh you've you've since been since we since we uh since we recorded that, you've since been on uh, ABC Brisbane, the local oh, yeah, radio yeah. station here, talking Star Wars. Had a little chat about Star had, Wars. Had a little there? chat, yeah. so you've had another run through. So this will be your third uh <laughs> yeah. discussion about about the trailer now. Uh, so you're very ready. It's yeah, it's weird. It's like if we had a conversation about the trailer, but we didn't record it. Did it happen? You know, <laughs> it's like I just keep thinking, what, what if,
1: what if Jin so hadn't recorded the plans onto her little thing? Exactly. And, you know, when would anyone have realised? Probably only when they popped them into the, the briefing room view screen. And yeah. Be like, oh, there's nothing here. There's nothing here.
0: <laughs> Imagine how embarrassing that would been <laughs> Yeah, so this isn't as bad as that. (laughs) No, no no. one's going to live or die based on could have been worse. Forgetting, forgetting the podcast. What a lot of listeners probably don't realize is that Baz and I only ever talk when we're recording. (laughs) You know, if we if we talk before we record, we'll just sort of say no, like save save it for the podcast. So you know, that was strange to have to have an hour conversation not re- not recorded out mm. there out there in the ether yeah it's um do you yeah. feel we grew closer for the for the experience <laughs> said, yeah. even though we thought we were being
1: recorded <laughs> yeah maybe we secretly hear each other and we just don't socialize. don't realize so- <laughs> we just, just don't socialize that all outside the podcast, podcast.
0: <laughs> no uh, no we do talk a lot outside outside <laughs> the podcast uh so look let's let's go through this um Let's go, through, let's just go through this trailer shot yeah. by shot, which we couldn't do yesterday because, because you were, uh, I, I was Z- taking it all in for the first time yeah, and yeah. it was too, it's too exciting. Um, uh, I will say at the outset, our analysis here is limited purely to what we have seen in the trailer, uh, and the previous trailers and, you know, officially released posters and yeah. things like that. We're not talking any leaks yeah. here. Uh, I would prefer that nobody was talking leaks. Uh, you know, to me, it just sort of takes the fun out of the whole. Yeah. out of the whole thing if, um, if anything we say lines up with leaks is probably a coincidence yeah you know yeah. yeah and if anything we say is completely contradicted by leaks <laughs> yeah. um, don't tell us <laughs> yeah. let it let us live blissfully ignorant <laughs> yeah. uh, in a state of Zori bliss until <laughs> December 19 December 20 whenever whenever the movie comes out here uh, we've got our tickets yes we've got we do. Our, we've got our uh, our tickets to the midnight screening hopefully you do as well yeah um, and who knows maybe we'll see you there yeah like,
1: yeah if um, if anyone at Stafford City Cinemas is listening to yeah. this podcast make sure you keep the air conditioning on after midnight yeah last time um, they didn't
0: and it was not great <laughs> not in december in australia no was, you know, anyway. no okay so first shot of the trailer we start off we've got some nature sounds it's very lovely it's kind of like oh am i am i watching a star wars trailer or am i you know Getting a massage, you know, whatever. It's, there's just sort of bird noises and, yeah. and, and, and weird things. Uh, now you, you believe, uh, this, this initial shot we're on Endor.
1: Yeah. And I meant to check this last night, actually, um, and forgot, but I think that those noises, those ambient sounds mm. are very similar to the same sounds that, um, you know, when Leia's waking up and she first meets Wicket. Return of the Jedi. I th- mm. think that's kind of very, very similar to that. Okay. Um, soundtrack. Well, and, and you of know, you course you've know, time to check, Baz. So yeah, there's and, no excuse. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you know, there's um, and she's she's running in the next little uh, shot there beside a waterfall and a, along a ridge. Um, mm. there's lots of different species of trees. No, no redwoods as far as I can see. But Endor is a big planet.
0: Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm still not convinced it's Endor. Mm. Um, and my thinking here is purely: it looks like Ray's doing some sort of training uh, with Leia on yeah. on on whatever planet this is. I mean, she's got the she's got the visor, she's got the the, the remote. remote yeah. uh, there's a, another shot later in this trailer, but it was also in a previous trailer of her hugging Leia on what seems to be this planet. Yeah. Um. This is probably it. Looks like the same planet where the resistance forces are gathered. Um, and the the 10T4 passes overhead a few shots from now. Um, so it looks like it's a resistance base of some sort. I just feel it's unlikely the resistance would headquarter themselves at the site of their greatest or second greatest, you know, who's counting (laughs) military triumph. Like it seems like, yeah, like if I'm (laughs) the first order, one of the first places I'm going to be like, oh, maybe they're an Endor. You know what I mean? Like I I just, I don't, I don't think they'd. Do that mm. unless it's necessary because that's that's where the death you know they're they're heading in that direction yeah, to get possibly. to the death star wreckage. But uh,
1: there's a very interesting. I think it was from one of the Timothy Zahn books, and I think it was the second one, Dark mm. Force Rising, where Leia um, takes a ship to the orbit of the planet where the Death Star blew up and, okay. and passes through the stain of the dark side where mm-hmm. where it blew up. Mm. And I'm wondering if if she's training Ray, is that the equivalent to the cave? Oh, if is, we'll get a moment like you that. You know, if we get a moment like that where Palpatine's presence is still kind of hanging around somewhere and she has to send Ray in against Oh, interesting. That. So maybe you know, she's picked Endor maybe for a reason. There's a lot of a train of speculation here, isn't there, that, that <laughs> she is, in fact, training Ray, and she, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She uh, might not be training Ray at all. Yeah, she might And, not, yeah.
0: and uh, you know, yeah, who knows. Mm. I, I still think um, they might be on... Uh, and I've forgotten the name of the planet, but the one that, that there are there are concepts of in the Art of the Force Awakens book, which is sort of a lush, like forest kind of planet. Um, I feel like maybe that's those concepts have been revived for the Art yeah. of Skywalker, the Art of, for, for the Rise of Skywalker, mm. and that's where they are. But um, the only other foresty we'll
1: place we know is Takodana, right?
0: Yeah, um, it's possible they're on Takodana, but yeah. again, I, I don't know. I just don't think they'd go back to anywhere the First Order knows they've already been. Yeah. Um, so that would be my reasoning for them not being there. Um, then the, uh, we get the, the second shot is, uh, what looks to be probably the wreckage of the, the Death Star. Um, so we see, you know, Ray, there's sort of the match cut where Ray jumps across the little Canyon and then all of a sudden she's on the second Death Star. Yeah. Um, now we're presuming that's a cut for the trailer. Um, it's possible that's actually how it appears in the film and it's yeah. a, it's a force force bond kind of moment um but i'm i'm guessing that's that's a that's a cut for the trailer yeah um are we, are we thinking she is on the on the scavenging on the death star here? yeah i'm
1: thinking that that that's the way it's going down it certainly looks big enough to be that wreckage mm. and you know she's dressed in the same well she's in the same outfit for the whole thing isn't she <laughs> yeah pretty. it's yeah. hard
0: to tell she's always got, always got her arms covered which is interesting yeah. i mean it's probably just a, a, a stylistic choice but it'd be interesting if it turns out there's some reason for that
1: yeah yeah um but but it's great that she's showing her scavenging skills off here. yeah you know it'd be wonderful if we figured out that you know everything she's been doing the whole way along has been training her for just this mission yeah you know, scavenging
0: star destroyers on Jakku. yeah exactly like yeah. it's funny like we were saying in um uh, in the previous version of this that um <laughs> that the- <laughs> Oh man, that the, um, the, 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 the whole thing of scavenging the Star Destroyer and Jakku, like, this is a really good callback to that. And mm-hmm. it really, um, uh, you know, really cuts off at the knees the, the usual criticisms of Rey, which are, you know, like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. Like, how does she know how to do this? We've never seen her learn how to do this. It's like, well, one thing we've definitely seen her learn how to do yeah. is scavenge old Imperial wreckage. So she should be in her element <laughs> on, uh, on the, on the, on the Death Star. Uh, we get a bit of narration here. It's, I think it sort of starts out as Finn and mm. then it's Poe by the end. Um, so Finn says, uh, it's an instinct, a feeling, the force that brought us together. I'm assuming he's talking about, you know, himself, Ray, Poe, the whole, the whole gang. Cause yeah. that is, that is sort of, how things seem to unfold in The Force Awakens, it's almost if the Force is sort of bringing all these people together through these, you know, massive series of coincidences that yeah. brings all of them together. I had a thought that uh, he may be,
1: uh, you know, maybe one of those classic J.J. misdirects and he might be talking to Janna. Yeah. Um, and and Janna might be a long lost relative of his. Yeah. Like from the family he was taken from. Yeah. Um, to, to join the First Order
0: yeah I mean I would yeah. I would be I think that that that'd be you know we we we've um we've talked before like it would be cool to see you know Finn reunited with his family at the end yeah. of his arc given the you know all we really know about his background is yeah. that he was taken from his family at some point that's right so you know she could be a, I guess
1: a sister or even a twin sister of his or mm. yeah that, yeah that very be, possibly that would be cool
0: yeah star Wars loves a good twin thing it does it does. <laughs> Um, So that's, you know, maybe who he's talking about. But is Mm -hmm. is there a chance that narration also implies uh, a degree of force sensitivity on Finn's part that he has figured out how the force works over the (laughs) the course of these three films? Because if you you go back to the very start of The Force Awakens or even the early marketing for The Force Awakens, Mm -hmm. it's sort of it's difficult to remember now because it was so long ago. And the way we think about these characters has been so set in stone for so long based on what was, you know, actually in the in the films. But there was a time when we, um, sort of speculated. Well, I think a lot of, you know, people thought that maybe Finn was force sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, the movie's called The Force Awakens. Finn has a lightsaber in the trailers and stuff. Um, I can't, hon- I honestly can't remember if I ever actually thought he was force sensitive or if I always sort of figured that Ray was, was going to be the Jedi out of those two. Yeah. Um, but certainly there were people who thought that Finn was going to, going to be force sensitive and in the in the opening sort of scene of the movie the, the scene where Finn sort of takes off his helmet that is almost played as if it, to me that still reads as if that's like an awakening in the force yeah. like obviously he doesn't then go on to demonstrate any force powers but there's sort of this like uh, it seems there's this uh, sort of I don't know like an, an almost like physical presence that like um, sort of snaps him into in, into realizing, you know, that he doesn't want to be part of of what's happening. It's 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 like it's like it's like the Force in that moment sort of snaps him out of his programming as a stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, and then you know doesn't have any greater design for him than that. I guess
1: mm. is the question. Well, I think that you know he's obviously open to the Force. You know, ever since Han Solo told him everything's true, mm. um, and he started sort of trying to work out how the force works for himself um he's been around it he's been close to ray you've got to imagine that by this film rolling around he's been side by side with ray for a year while she tries to make sense of Mm. the sacred jedi texts and undergoes Mm. her own training so he's got no reason not to believe in the jedi and Mm. you know even though he may not be jedi material he certainly would be you know interested in interested what his friends going through and yeah
0: yeah, that that's the thing is like, are, are any of these other characters force sensitive? Because, um,
1: and what is you know what degree
0: to what degree is, exactly? Is well, like what is you know because you could maybe be force. I mean, uh, Maz is force sensitive. You know, she's not a Jedi, she's yeah. not a Sith, but you know, although
1: um, uh, well, isn't there a delete? There's a deleted scene where she scene brings where she down, brings down a down, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. like
0: she's got like force powers yeah. Um, in the allegiance comic that's been um, coming out the last couple of weeks, issue three comes out um, sometime after we record this. Um, Poe. a peer, a female <laughs> peer. <laughs> he does have in in one scene what looks like a Jedi robe on. Mm. It's probably it's probably just a hoodie, but <laughs> but it, it looks like it could be a Jedi robe. Yeah, and he hasn't. He hasn't sort of had to do anything yet that he would need the force for, so I mean, who's to say? I don't think they're suddenly going to reveal yeah. um, that he's a Jedi or that we are meant to take him wearing a hooded robe as proof <laughs> that he's a Jedi. Um, a lot of people in our world cut about
1: in Jedi hoodies. <laughs> and I've never seen anyone don't li- have Jedi lift Car with their minds. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, maybe he's just a fanboy. He could just be a fan. But that's the thing. Maybe maybe like maybe Finn and, and Poe will take to sort of sporting Jedi type gear just to show their support for Ray, even yeah, though no. they're not actually But I mean, the Sith Troopers are called Sith Troopers, but they presumably don't have Sith powers. Yeah. So it'll be you know, maybe maybe the resistance will start calling themselves, you know, Jedi warriors or yeah. Jedi whatever. Um Skywalkers. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um that could be the that could be the title right there. Um Okay, so there's also uh, there's a brief shot in amongst that narration. There's a brief shot of Finn uh, on Persana in here as well, but there's not really much to report there yeah. unless I've missed something super with obvious. His, with his noculars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we then get a shot of a rebel briefing. Now, I've gone through this shot, as I'm sure you have, with a fine-toothed comb. <laughs> I can't yeah. see any sign of Wedge Antilles in there. Um, there's rumours mm-hmm. uh, that Wedge Antilles might be on his way back for this movie. I know Dennis Lawson didn't seem keen on coming back to Star Wars around the time of the Force Awakens, but I think some of those quotes might have come from like the Daily Mail, so I don't know how yeah you know authentic they were.
1: Well, look, he said he never would,
0: and mm.
1: and um, I'm inclined to believe him. I know Harrison Ford said he
0: didn't really. Harrison want to, Ford said yeah, he never would, and he did. But Sean Connery said he'd never play James Bond again. Yeah. You know. If if, if those guys can come back, Dennis Lawson can come back.
1: I mean, Wedge is cool, but as a character what is he as a, you know, as a, as a dramatic guy who runs away a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I said it, wedge fans. That's right. Yeah. I mean, so, so basically maybe before that briefing, he's
0: just again, remembered,
1: Oh, I've left the gas on guys. I think I (laughs) could
0: go home and check. Sorry. No, wedge is fine. Wedge is cool. But I, um, I mean, it's not going to make or break the movie for me. If wedge is in it, if, if wedge is in it, it kind of gets to, we talked about this a little bit on the, uh, the previous version of this, this episode, um the idea that like every time they sort of wheel out one of the legacy characters, <laughs> yeah. it gets it, it's just a little bit less impactful than the previous one. So the first movie, it's like you know Han Solo's back, yeah. like, Chewie's back, Princess Leia's back. You're like, yeah, oh my god, yes, Luke Skywalker's back. Yeah, let's do it. And then it's like. You know, Lando's back. Yeah, yep, still, still cool, but like it's, you know, not quite as cool as Harrison Ford. You know, and Mark yeah. Hamill's not quite as cool as Harrison Ford. Every time, it's just like we're getting that little bit further away from the coolest possible yeah. return, which was Harrison Ford. And, well, and I think then, they've taken everything possible and put it in this one. In this one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this one we see the Tant T four in this yeah. next shot. Oh, well, you think so, it might be in this shot?
1: Yeah, I, I think it. I think this briefing's taking place below the Tant T four. There's a big landing gear strut at the. Um, left of screen, and there's a mm. ladder leading up into something which looks like a ship. Mm. So um, yeah, I'm thinking that we may sort of finally see the Tantive Four touch down and and landed. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, um, how they get their hands on it again from where we last saw it disappearing into the belly of a stars destroyer, I don't know. Yeah, that's but, interesting, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Has,
0: has JJ? I feel like JJ has confirmed it's the same one somewhere. Like there was oh, okay. an interview or something where he said yeah. it's the Tantive Four. I, I I don't don't. You know, I, I I'm not certain, but I feel like he did somewhere. That's cool because because I want that to be the final shot, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would um, be cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that 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 seems to be uh, a thing. There's. We've got uh, we've got no Wedge yeah as I say we've got no wedge but we've got like a furry muppet looking yeah thing it's like a blue honey monster people know what honey monster is uh, yeah.
1: I I don't he What's used the- he used to sell a breakfast cereal called sugar puffs and he was a big sort of um, hairy uh, orangey kind this of monster this is the UK thing UK obviously thing, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and this just
0: looks like a blue version of that guy. Maybe it's him. From behind, anyway. They brought him back. <laughs> now it's this guy next to it'll be Dave Prowse's uh, crossing guard man, whatever he was called. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, he was from around the same time, actually.
0: Well, there you go. And he used to say, tell him about the honey, mummy.
1: <laughs> so maybe that's his question at the briefing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but what about the honey? <laughs> Uh, there's a, there's Akbar's, well, we assume it's Akbar's son is, mm. is in there. Um, so again, if you've been reading the Allegiance comic, that comic's turning out to maybe be more important than I initially thought it was. Mm. Like, we've got Akbar. Um, that comic establishes Akbar as a deadbeat dad. Um, it's the, Does the it? fi- yeah, <laughs> it's the final nail <laughs> in, in the, in the coffin of Akbar. No, I mean, it's probably just their culture, but, um, He's got, she's, Princess Leia meets with Akbar's son and she's like, Oh, you know, hey, I know you must be very sad. Your dad died or whatever. And he's like, Look, we weren't, we weren't mates. I I never saw him after I spawned or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fish for you, right? That's fish. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. That's the way they do it, right? I mean, that's not what I've been led to believe by finding Nemo, but, (laughs) (laughs) but that's probably, that's probably right. Is this dude's name Nemo? That'd be cool. No, it's, uh, (laughs) it's like Akfab or Ad. It's not abfab. It's like, it's, it's something, uh, it's something like, it's got an F. Uh, whatever, whatever his name is, uh, he's there and he's probably the son of Akbar as seen in the Allegiance comic. Mm. Um, or another character from that comic who hasn't been introduced yet because that, Moncal storyline is ongoing. Yeah. Um, Greg Grunberg is there. Looks certainly like looks him. Looks like yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like Poe is sort of leading the troops, firing up the troops. And he's got a, a line of narration here, which maybe comes from that scene. Uh, he says, We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them. Uh, <laughs> I read a trailer
1: analysis, I read a few last night, um, where someone <laughs> from a reputable film magazine thinks that that's Lando doing the voiceover and Lando's giving that speech to that briefing. I mean. I mean, it's not.
0: <laughs> like, the people they pay to write for these magazines. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. And now wait, and it turns out it actually is Lando somehow. But, uh, it's, it's definitely, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's definitely Poe. Um, and it's cool to see Poe in that leadership role that obviously The Last Jedi mm-hmm. established for him. Um, yeah, he's very much the, the next established as the next leader of the resistance by the end of that movie. We then get a shot of uh, Rose with a sort of tear-streaked face, looking upset about something. Uh, but hey, it's Rose in the tra- in a trailer, yeah. so that's cool. Uh, Dominic Monaghan is in the background. Our first Dominic Monaghan sighting uh, with Conics. Um, good to finally see Dominic Monaghan pop up in some of the marketing materials for yeah. the movie. Um, and he's yeah, it looks like he's confirmed as some sort of resistance trooper, as yeah. opposed to you know Knight of Ren or whatever crazy. Things were being thrown around. Po- oh, stop me at any point if you want. By the way, I'm just running through. No, no the- keep going. Uh, yep. We see Finn, Poe, and Chewie on the forest planet, uh, whatever whatever planet it is, with what appears to be the Tanty Four passing overhead. Um, we then and, and uh, Poe's new cool
1: orange X-wing. Yeah, Poe's cool orange X-wing, we've made which made pretty- a toy of, which yeah. is an awesome toy.
0: Yes. it's in BB-8's colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's- interesting. It's weird because it, in one of the toys, it looks like. Um, BB8 not the astromech for for the ship but. it's probably
1: not going to be like if um as we'll come to later
0: if BB8's in that horse charge mm. he's not going to be Where a, he belongs. a fighter yeah yeah <laughs> uh so th- that's true maybe it's built for bb intended for bb-8 but he's not available yeah. at the time or but whatever.
1: Uh, you know in resistance there's a heap of switching out astromechs yeah you know i mean they are yeah.
0: that's they're meant to be like interchangeable yeah but, and there's that whole um i don't know if you, you read the poe dameron comic remember that whole subplot with like that one pilot that none of the astromechs want to fly <laughs> yeah. with because she's too dangerous <laughs> Uh, what a maverick <laughs> um oh, what do what do we think by the way of uh of Poe's uh nathan drake i mean it's been discussed it's at great. length um yeah. but it's it's good isn't it it's, really it's a good. good nathan drake slash brendan fraser yeah. in in the mummy the Mummy he gets better every time i see it yeah it and, suits him
1: yeah and the the cool things he does in this trailer like when he's you know the the shot later on when he's um assaulting the star destroyer hallway and he's yeah. Like just yeah it looks great
0: yeah mm-hmm. um just checking it's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Always good. Uh, then, we're, uh, then we're in the water with the wreckage of the second Death Star, which we mm. know is the second Death Star now because later on in this trailer we yeah. see, well, I mean, I guess the first Death Star may have had a throne room as well. But it means nothing to us because yeah. we didn't see it. So it, it has to be the second Death Star. Yeah. Um, which had uh, the th- obviously the throne room, which appears later, but we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, I know there were still people conflicted about whether this was the first or second because one, of the dish, be- based on the dish be- being and the spacing between the dish and the trench. You know, but you know, there are
0: very compelling whatever. arguments for it being the first Death Star. I'm <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not here to argue with those people, but I just think the throne room being in there really does yeah. confirm that, and that's why I always. Thought it was going to be the second Death Star because first off, because the first one just gets atomized beyond all you know anything at the end of um, A New Hope, but secondly because it just jibes with what we saw in the Art of the Force Awakens book, um, yeah. where she's going into the throne room underwater. Um, well, it doesn't seem to be underwater. Yes, yeah, in this, in, this uh, in the actual film, um, we then get the the money shot of the trailer as far as Twitter is concerned, <laughs> uh, a fired up looking Ray with the narration people keep telling me they know me no one does and then kylo looking byronic af or or mr darcy af sort of stepping through the waves uh with the killer line but i do what do we make of this baz um
1: well he's certainly come to shore that uh you know he can do a good old reverse grip with the best of them yeah (laughs) um but to be honest that shot of of him kind of he kind of looks like a majorette you know walking in front of the band with his, yeah, his yeah. stick twirling the stick <laughs> it doesn't look
0: in any way threatening it looks dangerous to himself well that's the thing um, i don't think it's meant to look threatening yeah. because this this sort of, this it, fits it backwards, exactly but. this fits with the the previous trailer where yeah. where kylo looks to be on the defensive when they're fighting on the on the on the, on the, on the surface of the water hmm. um it looks like ray is on the attack and kylo's just like not trying to fight back yeah. because maybe he's just there to pass on a message
1: but as I mentioned, uh, the last time we recorded this, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe there's a, there's a compelling argument for him not being there at all and it being a force, uh, a bond, force situation. bond situation. So yeah. we've established that, you know, uh, force, he gets wet. Yeah. He gets wet because she's wet. You know, he can, if she sees him through the force bond, he's mm. kind of half in that environment, you know. Mm. Um, it's different from Luke's force projection, obviously. Mm. And, uh, you know, their sabers could clash and touch if they were, in a four spawn situation as well. Yeah. 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 So uh, so yeah, maybe, you know, when she makes it to the Death Star, he's just this kind of presence d- dipping in and out and haunting her as she progresses through the wreckage to find whatever she's looking for. That would be cool. Yeah.
0: Um, We've probably talked about this before. I'm almost certain we have. We probably talked about this two years ago how is what how do we how do we think the force bond still works without snoke or not so much how do we think it still works obviously there's a connection between them that neither of them really understands that, yeah. that the force is is is, harb- is is maintaining um but i guess the question is do we think snoke was lying when yeah. he said that he created that bond
1: definitely okay
0: yeah he's given himself more credit than
1: i mean it's possible he did something to trigger it but mm. it, it certainly endured beyond his death
0: yeah you know it has to have endured beyond his death it's almost like the the plagius book situation where you know they tried to create Ana- anakin as like the like an avatar of the dark side and yeah. in the process the light side fought back and and created anakin yeah. in its image um so yes technically in a sense if you go by what's in that book they did Lead what they did led to the creation of Anakin, but they didn't create Anakin per se. Yeah. I wonder if maybe the Force Ghost is a, the Force Bond is a, is a similar type of thing. Yeah. Like he's, he's meddling, as you say, awoke something that was already, already there.
1: The Force has a, has a kind of a a strong muscle memory and it's willful, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to learn a lot about the Force in this film, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Let's, um, this is as good a place as any in the trailer to talk. Raylo. Yeah. Ben Demption. I don't know why we go with Ben Demption when Ren Demption was right there. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the internet has chosen Ben okay, Demption. Yes, was he has to be banned to be he's redeemed. To be, he's got to be banned for, yeah. to be redeemed, but yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, everyone knows who yeah. Ren is. Um, anyway fair to say we're both of the opinion that kylo ren will be redeemed definitely that's yeah. how
1: these things work right yeah even if it's at the last second which yeah. i honestly don't
0: believe that i don't it will think be. it will be because yeah. that's too yeah. i think even jj will be like that's a little similar to yeah. what's been done before
1: i think um i'm gonna call what's the runtime two hours 35 minutes mm-hmm. i think he'll be redeemed by 90 minutes in
0: that's a great prediction because really unless someone sits there in the cinema with a stopwatch, we're not we're not gonna be able to prove or disprove it until it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I think I mean I yeah, obviously I'm I'm with you. I think he'll mm. I think he'll be redeemed. Um I guess the more controversial question, uh, do we think Raylo will happen? Now for those who aren't extremely online, Raylo is <laughs> Uh, that's the the romantic union of of Kylo Ren and Ray, which I guess is pretty obvious from yeah from the name. And we think it's amazing that someone has
1: burned this uh, episode onto a CD and and uh, and driven up to your house in the woods for you, <laughs> um, which is great. Yeah, uh, yeah, you've, that's um, a great friend who's done that <laughs> yeah. for you. But uh, but no, I I don't think there's going to be a romantic relationship. I mm. do think they're going to end up being friends and colleagues mm. in to some degree. Mm. But I, I yeah I don't
0: think i want to see a romantic relationship blossom out of this um i hmm. i i have my opinions keeps changing on this i um i mean we've done podcasts before where we you know we talked about kylo Ren and we you know i think we had a whole episode devoted to kylo early on but like um we've talked about him in more more recent episodes and my thing with kylo has always been uh he's my favorite character in the sequel trilogy he's great love him uh as you know a conflicted villain um it's taken me a while to get on board with the idea that that like at first I wasn't even really in favor of of redemption. Mm. My thing was like, well, you know, I was one of those people who's like, he had his chance to be redeemed in the first movie, he killed his dad. And it I thought we were meant to take that as like, well, he's he's you know, he's Full dark side now. He yeah. he was struggling earlier in the movie. Now he's fully evil, and we've got our committed dark side villain for the rest of the trilogy. Uh, obviously, Last Jedi, uh, you know, disproved that. Disavowed me of that notion. Uh, yeah, he's clearly still redeemable in in that movie. Ray clearly thinks so. Uh, by the end of the movie, Luke seems to think so, even if he knows that he's not the one to do it. Yeah. Um, then we get to the end of that movie. Uh, Kylo seems to, um, you know, he has a chance again to, 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 to go with, with Ray, save the resistance. Um, he chooses not to, he chooses to sit on the throne and embrace, you know, his supreme leaderness. Um, and, and then Ray literally, you know, slams a door in his face through the force bond at the end of the movie. Um, I read that the first time I saw the movie. As again, you know, hey, Kylo was floated with redemption here; he's rejected it. But for the third movie, it's on. It's Kylo versus Rey, good versus evil. Like that was also wrong. Uh, (laughs) As that that was that was going to be wrong as soon as the Emperor was revealed as being in this movie. Yeah. Um. So clearly, the Emperor is the big bad, which removes the need for Kylo to be the big bad. And then since. April since that trailer in April, uh, it's just all signs point to obviously Redemption, uh, Ben Redemption, but then also, um, if not Raylo, like it, like as in literal physical Raylo, at least it's like to, to me the way I've come to see the movies the last few months is like there's so much stuff in there pointing towards it. The movies the, this trilogy seems to, I think it's kind of the movies get better when you view it as kind of like a beauty and the beast style situation yeah. playing out in space. And when you reject that possibility, there are parts of the movies that just flat out don't make sense. Yeah. Um. So I think that's where, that's where they're going. Mm. But yeah, the, as you say, the degree to which, you know, like does he, does, does he, does he redeem himself and then immediately die? Does he redeem himself and then goes wandering the galaxy and, it, you know, to make up for what he's done, which is what I've, been thinking for yeah. a while is where this goes um does he it redeem himself and they get together and have like the most super powerful Jedi it, exactly or, do, and- or and that's and that's the <laughs> Raylo. that that i think is full relo because i think i think the you yeah. know the quote unquote Raylos are going to claim any of those three things as, as victory yeah but i think Reylo, in terms of them actually being a couple, is the third one. They get together. They yeah. have, you know, maybe some sort of, as you say, super force baby. Like the, I mean, ba- the baby's the baby not from necessary. The end of two thousand and one. Yeah, just it, the, the giant space. It, it, baby, just yeah. giant space baby. Exactly.
1: In a way, if they got together, it would be like a poetic. Reversal of the Padme Anakin situation, which kind of—that's st- a whole thing. Starts apparently, out pure yeah. That's a whole. That's a whole theory. Ends up with this kind of toxic, angry man, and this, you know. Mm. So, and yeah, that's how Kylo really starts. And it would be mm. nice to see him move away from that, because like he's killed his real dad. You know, mm. his estranged real dad. He's killed his abusive stepdad figure. Mm. You know, mm. what's left? So mm. if that was someone in real life who was like just an angry dude who killed his dad and killed his mm. stepdad there's only so much xbox you can play and only so much <laughs> mountain Dew you can knock back before you know you're gonna have to work out what you're gonna do <laughs> next. so yeah have some fun being supreme leader by all means
0: yeah but you know you're gonna have to deal with real life eventually yeah like that's 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 the thing and then this is uh i think you know i i, I talked a lot about this on the the, the version of the, the lost the golden <laughs> podcast uh but it was a, a lot about how one of the reasons i had problems connecting with kylo in terms of a, a of a you know as a redeemable figure um even though i loved him as a as a character is because i the thing that i initially found interesting about him was how reflective he was of you know uh people who really exist and who were mm. very relevant to this era and and the, one of the reasons i liked kylo was that for all the, the guff, the, the Force Awakens gets about like, oh, it's, just, it's just a new hope remade. Well, Kylo is a villain that, that is very contemporary yeah. and, and very much works for this era and wouldn't have worked as well in the seventies because that sort of culture of like the entitled fanboy, um, you know, the, 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 the internet warrior or whatever didn't exist in, um, in the message board warrior didn't exist in, in the time the original trilogy came out. Yeah. And, and this, you know, in the force awakens there's the kylo moments like the you know the the that lightsaber it belongs to me etc like he he is kind of portrayed as this like darth vader fanboy um, yeah. who's sort of out of control and, and, you know, very toxic in the way that he, you know, that he just sort of like goes in and violates raised memories or whatever. And, you know, there's, there's not, it's not, he's not a good guy. Yeah. Obviously. And, and also, you know, it's around the time of like that movie's coming out late 2015 as we sort of head into the 2016 election and the last Jedi comes out after the sort of first year of the Trump era. And, and there's a lot of parallels between, you know, the fascism of the first order and the sort of rise of, of, you know, fascism again in, in real life. It's called the Nazis. The Nazis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that kind of stuff made me kind of go like, well, I don't like these people in real life. Why would I want this guy to be redeemed in a movie? And it's like, well, that's dumb for a bunch of reasons. But, um, look, it's, it's probably a whole other podcast worth of discussion here. But, but anyway, the point yeah. is it's kind of amazing that we've gone from like me sitting here on the podcast, like a year, two years ago being like, you know, oh, look, I can't I can't wait till they till they you know get Ky- till they kill Kylo <laughs> to like. Now, do you think Kylo and Ray will have one baby or two? <laughs>
1: <laughs> things have things have changed. Things have moved, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, did... we did a we did a whole episode. Um, what? Couple of, maybe a year and a half ago about Kylo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it might be worth revisiting, <laughs> listeners, to just listen to what we thought about Kylo back then. I actually, interesting.
0: I actually uh, downloaded it earlier today. And I'm you? gonna, I'm gonna listen back to it and yeah. just. I, I, we could almost do an episode just pulling out stupid things that I would have said in <laughs> yeah. that episode and then, uh, yeah. and then roasting them. Um. So basically, uh. Oh, Oh, That
1: reminds me, um, in the previous version of this uh, Lost (laughs) podcast, um, we mentioned that line, that lightsaber belongs to me. And I had this weird, long-winded theory about maybe it did actually Mm. belong to him. It literally belonged to him at some point, possibly. Maybe before it came to Maz, Mm. it had been given to Ben Solo as he began his studies or something. Mm. And eventually, after he betrayed the Academy, maybe it ended up with Maz. So maybe it did legitimately belong to him. Um, and not just ideologically, because it was his grandfather's. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you think we'll? Do you think we'll see in this movie? Um, just because it is one of, one of the sort of dangling questions from the sequel trilogy, will we see how how Maz got that lightsaber? I'm thinking no. No, I don't think we need to. No, yeah. yeah un- unless it just screams tie in uh, book, tie in yeah. comic. Like if you ever want to tell that story, yeah, it's it's clearly it's not. I don't think it's JJ setting up something that's gonna. Say pay off in this movie. I'm, you know, I'd be happy to be wrong, but yeah. I don't think that's what he's doing. I
1: don't really want to know anything else about Maz
0: mm. beyond that. She's
1: super well connected and, you know, tuned into the force and yeah. Yeah. Comes by interesting things in interesting ways. And she's a thousand years old. Yeah. That's all I need to know really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, move, moving on. Uh, the next shot we get is TIE fighters heading towards what is either some sort of ice asteroid mm. thing in space or like a giant ice like an ice island yeah. uh it on in uh, in water um i initially thought when we last did this podcast that it was in space but watching it again in between in between pods um it's got a reflection so it's it's think, in the water i think that reflection doesn't match so i think that's the underside of it oh so okay
1: i don't think it's an actual matched reflection i think it's an underside of an asteroid with and you can see like some structures carved out of the underside i think okay so i think that might be the ice planet or station or asteroid or world of kajimi okay where uh zori bliss has her base and where babu frick plies his trade okay i think that's what that is and
0: it's like first order controlled maybe and that's why there's tie fighters or maybe
1: they're coming to occupy it, or maybe yeah, they've possibly.
0: learned that the resistance
1: are are there for some reason and they've come to blow it to smithereens. Yeah, yeah very possible. <laughs> which, which could bring Zori Bliss into the fight properly, I suppose, if that's her home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we then see the, the Emperor's uh, extremely sick throne oh, uh, sick. Yeah. looking exactly like the unused sketches from Return of the Jedi that Phil Shostak uh, resurfaced on, on Twitter.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think this is not certainly not confirmation, but fuel to the fire that we might be getting the unmade uh, Return of the Jedi finale in this movie as this movie's finale. Um, For those who've listened to the podcast for a while, you've heard me say this a hundred times, but I, the, at the end of the original script of Return of the Jedi, um, all the like force ghosts that we'd known and loved in the series so far. So basically just Ben and Yoda uh, came back and uh, had not, not exactly like a, you know, a, a physical, tangible presence in the way that we would think of it, but, um, certainly played a role in the final battle. The Emperor would be, like, throwing lightning bolts at Luke and, you know, Force Ghost Ben would stand in front of the lightning bolt and deflect it or Force yeah. Ghost Yoda. Um, And then at the end of the battle, uh, Luke was, like, rewarded for his victory, I guess, by the Force um, actually bringing them back to life for real. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen, but I do think the whole thing of the Force Ghosts taking part in the final battle in mm. some capacity will happen. And it could, it has the potential to be the, you know, the end game portals moment yeah, of, yeah. of this, of this, uh, yeah. of Star Wars. And Yoda
1: interacting with the real world in Last Jedi certainly seems to be setting up that kind of thing. Exactly. The Force fact ghosts that
0: he, can. he, uh, you know, can hit that, that tree with a lightning bolt. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. And, and then, uh, also like, the the idea that um, well I guess there's two things in, in, in play here it, so it maybe the Emperor's you know the, one of the arguments why people people were sort of saying well Yoda can do that on Ak-To because it's a Jedi uh, you know it's a Force nexus maybe so is the place where the Emperor yeah, yeah. is hiding out um, it's like a you it know the, dark be. side but still the Force yeah. um, sort of nexus for the Force um, and and also it, it's it's kind of if they do that, if they do take that idea from Return of the Jedi and put it in this movie, it's kind of perfect because it actually works better here than it would have in Return of the Jedi because it's it's characters that we care more about um, yeah. in terms of, you know, Luke Skywalker, potentially Anakin Skywalker. Um, they've built up more force ghosts since Return of the Jedi was <laughs> yeah. released and some of them were, you know, protagonists of multiple films. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that I think it could be really cool if they do that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, that's no sort of confirmation that that's what's going to happen, but it, that definitely is an old sketch of the of the emperor's throne that's that's resurfaced here yeah then uh we get a uh, star destroyer it looks like it's emerging from from water, water or, or ice, ice yeah, yeah. Uh, this is maybe part of like a secret fleet that palpatine's put together yeah. possibly but Absolutely. maybe not yeah it's um, certainly been in storage for a while yeah now right. now is this maybe um exactly like it's it's is it part of you know the fleet that we know was sort of sent out to the outer the what the unknown uh yeah, regions the, yep. um what's 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 going on there um is you know uh, will we maybe see three factions? So you know the resistance, the First Order, and whatever the Emperor is is in charge of. I think we definitely will. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. There there seems to be. Uh, I'm leaping ahead a few shots in the trailer here, but uh, when we get the uh, mounted charge of our heroes on or along the hull of the star destroyer, mm. and we see other star destroyers flying along, um, it, it seems that they're on a or First Order Star Destroyer, mm. and it would appear to be shooting at the other Star Destroyers.
0: Oh, I hadn't even, I hadn't clocked I, that. That's I, I interesting. I th- think,
1: I think. So they're definitely on a First Order one, and the other ones are definitely Imperial ones. Okay. Um. So whether, whether they're on that because that belongs to them somehow, so maybe at this point the First Order and the Resistance have kind of teamed up, mm. you know, Kylo's, Gone right. Well, these guys are all right now. We need to all band together to mm. get rid of Palpatine. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. It could um, just be a lesser of two evils. Could be. Scenario. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. We then get um, the shot of. All the, there's the, the one that went around Twitter before the trailer was released of all the rebel ships ever. Yeah, um, which could also be like an Endgame portal style moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I mean, we see the we see the ghost there, um, possibly the Outrider from yeah. uh, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Looks a lot like it. Uh, yeah. Possibly, um, what's the Resistance thing called again? Uh, uh, the Colossus. The Colossus. Yeah, people have been
1: saying they th- see say a thing that looks could like be the, the Colossus. Colossus yeah. yeah, I mean that'd be a cool
0: shout out um, to the Resistance fans. Yeah.
1: The Shadowcaster appears to be there. Yeah, um, Sabine's. By any hundred colleagues' ship,
0: yeah, yeah. So they're calling anyone who is either a good guy or at least, you know, sort of good, yeah, uh, to 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 take part in the yeah. you know in the battle against. The ultimate evil,
1: Wedge Antilles is probably there.
0: <laughs> probably, exactly. He's probably there somewhere. Yeah, there's a U-wing in there.
1: I think. I think yeah, I yeah. And there's there's something that looks a little bit like the Razor Claw, Razor Crest, Razor, Razor Crest, the Mandalorian ship. But oh it, my god, I'd, can you imagine? Yeah.
0: I mean, that's probably not going to happen because they don't want to maintain mystery over. Oh, I yeah. suppose the Razorcrest could be there without um or or a ship that's the same make and you know, yeah whatever. But yeah, actually, you know what? That reminds me of even more than the portal moment in um the Mandalorian. It's in uh, in, in Endgame. <laughs> is um is you would you're a doctor who guy yeah so remember the 50th oh, anniversary of doctor who oh yeah where they all where all the previous yeah. doctors came in and like and then even though like he didn't actually film like a proper scene per se but you saw like peter capaldi's like eyebrows at yeah. the, the helm of uh of uh um, you know so so i guess if the razor the razor crest could be there without it necessarily meaning the mandalorian was there but anyway yeah we'll see what happens um, we then get Kylo and Rey battling o- aboard the or on top of the wreckage of the second death star so we've seen shots yeah. like that in in previous trailers. Uh we see an aerial explosion, something is exploding. Any ideas what that could be? Well, um
1: we we probably need to do an episode on Dark Empire, the comic, but mm. um the the whole world devastator idea in that is good. Um I like the idea that when the Emperor comes back he just wants to do as much damage as he can. Mm. Um and we've definitely in the other trailer seen Big lasers, kind of, you know, cutting furrows into a planet. Mm. So maybe that's what it's exploding. You know, the the Empire have destroyed a planet. Mm. Palpatine's guys have come back and just started taking out planets.
0: Yeah, very possibly. Uh, we then get the Sea Skipper. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's a cool ship, right? Yeah. Uh, looks like the the water version of the things on crate. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So we're thinking Ray's on board that. It looks like
1: Ray's on board that, and that's how she's getting out from that land to
0: um, Yeah
1: yeah to the death star
0: wreckage yeah uh within uh we're running through this a bit because we just were you know we don't have all the time in the world to go through these, unfortunately, but uh, we then got Babu Frick and C three PO. Yeah, this is uh, a cool scene. Yeah, yeah, this is so uh, Babu Frick is everybody's favorite new character yeah. uh, unveiled on no, no, uh, the, no, the no, he's baby. Force Friday. He's baby. He's baby. He's baby. More yeah. so than than, than <laughs> Kylo. Uh, and then uh, he's doing something to C three PO. Yeah. Um, there's a photo going around. It's not a leak. It was like it was a, like it released as part of. Um, like, entertainment weekly story of, um, Zori Bliss handing, yeah. uh, Poe like a little, sort of circular casino chip the casino well go back in there poe and put everything on black this time (laughs) it's 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 something and then we see what seems to be that thing in the back of c-3po's head Ah, around this this part of the trailer yeah cool um so possibly she's given poe something that is then inserted into um c-3po uh is it c-3po's old memories from before his memory got wiped if it is why are they valuable like what does he know that we don't that everybody doesn't already know that would be useful to he know, them. He
1: knows something.
0: He knows things. Yeah. For sure. He knows things. To. I mean, he saw all he's, I mean, the one, the one that I've seen people say a lot is like, well, you know, he, he saw everything. Like he was there for the wedding. Like he knows all yeah. the, um, the Padme, uh, Anakin stuff. But I, is that, is that useful for the resistance? Like, do they, well, don't they? do they all know at this point that Anakin and Padme were a thing? I mean, there's plenty so, of living proof of so that. So, like,
1: he, he's he got the wipe at the very end of Episode 3. So anything that he could have been party to knowing right up until the end of Episode 3 mm. could be a very important thing here. And if that's what they're doing, if they're retrieving old memories at the possible risk of him losing his current personality, mm. which is why he thinks he might be on the way out, according mm. to the line of dialogue he gives... Mm. Um, you know, there could be something very significant there about Darth Vader. Mm. That he knows, that he knows where something is. He knows where he knows where Vader's fortress is. He know, mm. you know, he knows where. There's all kinds of things he could be party to. Too.
0: I guess uh, if Kylo is under false impressions about how Darth Vader came to be Darth Vader, yeah, that could be useful information if they want to show him what really happened. Yeah, um,
1: it's public knowledge, isn't it, that Leia is Vader's daughter? Now? Mm. So yeah, yeah, that happened in Bloodline. Yeah. Um, So it might be public knowledge then that that Kylo is, or that Ben Solo was Vader's grandson.
0: Well, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
1: actually, is it public knowledge
0: that Ben Solo is Kylo Ren? I don't know. Probably not. I mean Lor Santeca knew, but he yeah. he sort of said it in like a I know a secret about yeah. you kind of way. So I don't know if everybody knows. Yeah. But I suppose maybe by this point he's the supreme leader. He's like, whatever, I don't yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't care. Ben Solo. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Kylo Ren, that's that's all that counts. Uh some dude then- say that Kylo Ren was ripped. <laughs> I heard oh, that Kylo Ren was shredding. <laughs> uh, then we get, um, yeah. then we get, uh, we get that line you mentioned. So uh, yeah,
1: just on, last thing on the C three P thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if Darth Vader built the droid that was going to save the galaxy? Yeah, you know, Darth Vader built the droid, saved the galaxy, has the key
0: to the Resistance's victory. I've, I've always, it's Awesome. I, I kind of feel like this. There's going to be something Vader. Like Vader's going to be important here in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So he says, you know, one last. they going to take taking one last look at my friends. It's a very. Uh, oh man, it gets yeah. you right in the, right in the feels at that moment. That's it. Uh, especially because most of those characters barely tolerate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the fact yeah, that he loves like, them that much is is almost kind of sad. Zori Bliss is in that shot too, and uh, so she's part of that group. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's really interesting that she's yeah. there because that implies that you know obviously they're going to be working pretty closely together as yeah. Bliss and the and the Resistance. Yeah. I love those coats as well. I said this before, but I love the mm. coats they're wearing. They're very cool yeah. coats. Uh, very Han. Um, yeah. yeah. Then uh, oh, there's also um, I only noticed this because of uh, I think Talking Bay ninety four pointed it out on Twitter, but the battle droid in the in the yeah. background. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Uh, so I guess Baby just has a few of them lying around. Yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome if they actually take some battle droids into action that to help be to help fight Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you know whoever they're fighting, but it's it's Palpatine, yeah. so it's not going to be Kylo. Um, now something that's interesting about this scene as well is you've probably seen, um, you probably heard a while back Kevin Smith said that he was on the set of The Rise of Skywalker, and he he didn't sort of give any names away, but he said that he saw a long-standing member of the cast, so someone who's been part of these movies for ages, give the greatest performance of their career. Yeah. I would have gone to my deathbed assuming that was he was talking about Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Um, even though, <laughs> even though there's every chance Hayden Christensen's not even in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, now I'm thinking he might have been talking about Anthony Daniels. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of cool. Um, we then see uh, Poe, Finn, and Chewie. Uh, Charging through what is probably um, a Star Destroyer. This is so this is prior to the horses bit. This is just when they're like on board something. What a great shot! It's an amazing shot. So, so dynamic, like, so it's got so much life. To it, which yeah. is like that's that's the biggest thing that JJ's brought to these, yeah, uh, to this single It's tracking trilogy. along with them, yeah. And there's,
1: there's troopers falling into the foreground and they're they're dodging blast bolts. Yeah. and yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's so
0: cool. Um, now Chewie, interestingly, um uh, Chewie doesn't seem to have his bandolier here. Oh, yeah, now tracking the bandolier through these trailers <laughs> is really interesting because. Yeah. C-3PO has it in, in one of the other trailers. Uh, and we'll come to uh, later on in, in, in this shot-by-shot shot breakdown, we'll get to where it is in this trailer. Yeah. Um, but Chewie doesn't have it. Um, Leia and Ray is the next shot. Uh, we see them hug. Um we got into a bit of detail, but we probably don't have time to do that so much now. In the previous version of this podcast, um, there's a there's a book floating around. Uh, there's a, one of those new like there's a tie in book about. Um, you know, uh, uh, the 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 you know the secrets of the force or the secrets of the Jedi or whatever one of those one of those sort of books that like DK or someone puts out. Yeah, and there's a there's a page from that that's been doing the rounds on Twitter where it talks about force bond and it actually in the book sort of breaks down you know how force bonds work etc. Now whoever wrote that is probably just going off what was in the Last Jedi. Like I doubt they're probably not privy to stuff that we don't know from yeah. the Rise of Skywalker. But just let's entertain it for a second that that they are because. He, whoever I don't know the author's name off the top of my head. Sorry, but they they wrote something to the effect of, um, with the force bond, um, not only does it sort of link you know two people through the force, but um, through the force bond one person in the force bond can experience what the other person is experiencing, mm. like feel the same things they're feeling. I guess that's see, this is the thing. That's probably just their way of describing how Kylo gets wet in The Last Jedi. <laughs> uh take that out of context. But you know what I mean? Um yeah. and then uh, I, I, so are we talking just
1: physically there or emotionally as
0: well? Well that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I, I was I assume physically it sounds like he means they mean physically. Yeah. Um but so then I'm wondering based on that um, if the, if you can feel what the other person is feeling through the force bond. Yeah. Is that why that shot of Leia and Ray hugging is so significant yeah. and has popped up in multiple trailers beyond that just being, you know, some of the only Carrie Fisher footage they have and a great moment between those two characters. Yeah. Um, as, you know, kind of like adoptive almost mother and, and daughter. Um, is that significant because, because we see Ray's like, crying yeah. and, you know, Ray and Leia hang out all the time. So, in theory, them hugging isn't that huge a moment for them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in, in, in universe. Um, is it a big moment because the, the Force Bond, through the Force Bond, that is actually, like, Kylo is feeling uh, that yeah. hug? yeah um so that's it's cool. so yeah that could yeah. that could be a thing um and that's you know kylo hugging his mother for the first time in like god knows how many years yeah that's probably not what's happening it might be but it that's, might be I what's like happening that. that's cool yeah yeah um have we ever seen uh
1: ray and kylo like in the same place at the could it be like tyler durden we've we've seen them in
0: the same place <laughs> okay. at the same time <laughs> plenty of times <laughs> So of other other characters have as well. Yeah. No, that would be amazing. But yeah. uh in a in a oh my god, JJ, what have you done kind yeah. of way. Um we then see uh there's the the skiff on Pisana we've seen in a few of these trailers. Yeah. BB eight's on the back of the skiff setting off some sort of explosive, which is which is great. Uh we see Finn letting out one of his trademark, you know, Woo! woo-hoos on the on yeah. the on the skiff. Is, uh, yeah, that's
1: right. There's the, the the we watched the um the trailer with subtitles on yesterday yeah. and at that
0: bit. It was like multiple characters cheering. Like, yeah. You bet there are. Exactly. And so are we at home watching <laughs> oh, yeah. it. Uh we then cut to Lando cheering on the Falcon. Uh, so you know multiple characters cheering. Yeah. Uh so Lando's having a great time. He in is, isn't he? Uh we then we then uh we then uh see a great shot of a. there's a Y-wing spinning around yeah. uh, and approaching a Star Destroyer. That could be Zori Bliss, uh because we know from the Lego toys that she Seems to possibly have a Y wing. Yeah, it seems like kind of a boring choice for her when you could design a new ship for I a bounty so, hunter yeah. or whatever she is. But the, there's a scoundrel. Um, scoundrel. Uh, have you read
1: Alphabet Squadron? No. The guy who flies the Y wing in that is pretty cool, and and uh, yeah, so it could be that guy. Well, no, I know, but uh, but like you know, the choice of flying one of these old beaten up ships is like a you know, significant and yeah okay so maybe there's some kind of reason
0: and, and it's possible she's not even in a y-wing and the lego set just paired like a new character with, with a ship yeah. they wanted to make a lego of and they've that's it. they've done that before the characters aren't always um yeah the vehicle they're paired with isn't always significant Well oh, and
1: there was some chat about like the new model of the y-wing the new resistance y-wing isn't a bomber it's more of a like a you know, space superiority fighter like the X-wing. So it's oh, not, okay. Yeah, so it might have changed significantly. I mean, it looks well, like that in this yeah, shot. It looks a lot more mobile. Definitely and, does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, we then get the other money shot, the, the our favourite shot from the trailer, probably uh, space horses on a star destroyer. Yes. Uh, so this is prim- metal. Yeah, metal as hell. <laughs> Primitive, you know, uh, horses uh, taking on a or a, a star destroyer. This is this is peak Star Wars. This yeah. is as Star Wars as you can get. This is man versus machine, nature versus technology, um, you know, pr- primitive versus advanced. Like it's all your classic Star yeah. Wars themes and, and motifs or whatever in uh, in one yeah. shot. So yeah. the Ewoks cranked up to. Cranked up to a, yeah, not even eleven. It cranked up to a thousand <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, it looks metal as hell. BB-8 yeah. is on is on the hull of the Star Destroyer as well, yeah. like joining the charge, which is great. Uh, so what's the deal of like do they do they have to
1: get BB-8 to some location where he can plug in and do something? Or I hadn't even thought of that. You know, but yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I guess he's not there for his muscle, is he? No, so, <laughs> there may, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> he can do. All, he can do whatever he wants. Like, yeah. That little droid. Uh, then we get. Uh, so it looks like um, the
1: scene earlier with uh, Rose and uh, Dominic Monaghan's character, it looks hmm. like they're loading the horses onto some kind of transport in the background of that yeah, scene. Yeah, I hadn't even clocked so, them in so the maybe, background. So maybe like they, you know, some resistance transport then that delivers them to the surface of the Star Destroyer and they have to charge a lot. I don't know. Yeah, very possibly.
0: Yeah. Very possibly. Uh, we then get Ray and Kylo in the wrecked. The the wrecked throne room, yeah. uh, which is great. The Game of Thrones shot. Yeah. And again, that's the one that sort of confirms yes, we are on the second Death Star. Yeah. Um Do you think Kylo's actually there? Do you think that's a force bond? I think that situation? might be a force bond. I
1: I have a feeling that throughout the whole Death Star scavenger
0: mission or whatever it is, Ray's on, he's probably force bonded. Four spawned, bond, yeah. yeah. Uh we then cut to Finn screaming at Ray on board the wreckage on 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 you know the surface yeah. of the wreckage of the Death Star. Very similar to Finn screaming for Rey when she gets taken by Kylo in The Force Awakens. Um, Do you think this is the same thing? (laughs) Kylo's taking Rey. Do you think that this time Rey is choosing to go with Kylo? And, you know, that's how the character has changed over the course of three movies? Well, I don't know.
1: Like, if if Rey's fighting Kylo through a Force Bond, if Mm. Finn rolls up on that, all he's going to see is Rey just (laughs) going. (laughs) 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 So maybe he's really there for that. So he's there for that, going, Rey! Uh, you're fighting yourself. What's going on?
0: <laughs> uh, we get Rey and Kylo in a kind of shiny, all white, very sort of 2001 mm. looking uh, environment, which could be, you know, Kylo's quarters, or
1: yeah. Well, I, uh, I did a, a little bit. a lot bit nicer
0: of, than the, than the wrecked throne room, yeah, that's for sure.
1: I did a little bit of looking at design choices and stuff, mm. so it's definitely got the imperial slash first order style light. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah. light. Um, and in the middle of that, it's got it's got something that looks a little bit like the. Jagged t- tooth kind of thing of the of Vader's meditation chamber. Okay, um, this is small, but mm. not not the full size. But maybe there's something stored in some kind of meditation chamber that it's they've taken out of it. Okay, um, that's interesting. And uh, you know, it's it's all it, so it's definitely a, it's got the vibe of Kylo's quarters, and mm. the white is the same kind of you know Darth Vader's meditation chamber was all white inside, all that kind mm. of white. Yeah, yeah, you've convinced design. me. That's yep. what's going on. <laughs> uh, but that's a cool scene because they, they appear to be like shattering what looks like a maybe a shrine to Vader with the twisted helmet on it. Yeah, right? so
0: the, the Vader helmet from yeah. The Force Awakens. Uh, it seems to be getting smashed there. Yeah, uh, Rey and Kylo are either smashing it together with their lightsabers or Rey is trying to smash it and Kylo is fa- trying and failing to stop her from smashing. Yeah. It's hard to tell if he's sort of slashing or defending in, in that millisecond of, yeah. of footage. Yeah. Um, but Ray does have a knife. Ray has a dagger yeah. in her other hand, uh, which reverse grip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now that could be the dagger of Mortis, which is a whole thing yeah. from the Clone Wars, or it could just be a dagger. Uh, you know, I see you've played knifey dagger before. <laughs> uh, but so this, it, it, I, we were sort of talking. Uh, Oh, look, either in the previous version of the show or between shows or at some point about how... In the world between worlds. The world between yeah. worlds, the, the, the pod between pods. That <laughs> that could be... That can be the dagger of mortis without needing to have a bunch of Clone Wars exposition in the movie. Yeah. Because my reason for thinking initially that's not the dagger of mortis is they're not, they're not going to sit there and be like, well, see, there was the father and the daughter yeah. and the son and they went to another galaxy and another dimension and blah, blah, blah. they're not going to do any of that. But it is it, it is just it could just be as easy as like here's a, here's a knife you need it to kill Sith lords yeah you know like you need it to kill a mortal Sith lords like the Emperor yeah go that's like, like
1: here's a map to Luke Skywalker yeah. You know, it's, yeah yeah
0: exactly It's just a MacGuffin and if you're a fan you sit there going like it's the dagger of Mortis <laughs> yeah. this is everything I've ever wanted in my yeah. life but you know the people in the scene might not know that because yeah. you can do it without without having to spell all that out that's it and you can, you can do that like Solo's proof positive that you can do
1: here's Darth Maul
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly that's the thing any any sort of idea of like well they're not going to bring something super obscure from Clone Wars they might because they, might, yeah. they did they did it in Solo they yeah. just didn't explain how he was there for you know so yeah. if, you, if you don't watch Clone Wars it was probably kind of confusing yeah um, but you know they've shown that they will bring stuff from the cartoons into the, into the movies but like yeah all you need to see was it's Darth Maul and he's got robot legs yeah you know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. It's, if, you, if you know that he got cut in half and then you see that he's got robot legs your imagination can do the work, yeah. You know, yeah. and so they can bring in they can bring in the knife and just just yeah. sort of say, "This is what it does." That's it. It's an ancient, you know, Jedi artifact or whatever. Yeah, sweet. All I need to know. is I'm good. Let's they can go. bring in the ghost and they can
1: have General
0: Syndulla standing by. Exactly. No you don't else. need to know who that is, yep, but if you're a fan, you know who it is, and yeah. it's a big moment. Exactly. Um, now, something else that's interesting about this environment, aside from Vader's helmet smashing, there's a whole discussion we could have here about you know what does this mean in terms of um our previous talk about like yeah. is the emperor communicating with kylo through the helmet is the helmet some kind of you know star wars equivalent of like a horcrux or whatever for the emperor and by smashing it um, they're yeah. either hurting the emperor or it's somehow loosening the dark side's control of kylo or or ha- whatever um also behind them though more i think almost more interestingly um and i did not notice this this is from uh Ben Hauer, uh pointed this out on Twitter. Um, when the when they smash the helmet, you can see Chewie's bandolier on the wall behind them. What? Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so if you—that's what I mean about if you track the movement of that bandolib. Yeah. So C-3PO's got it on Passana at one yeah. point. I think it's. I think he's on Passana when he's got it. Um, Chewie doesn't have it when they're escaping. Whatever they're escaping or, or or invading. Whatever they're invading on that on that star destroyer. Probably the same uh, ship. Yes, yep. yeah, probably. Yep. Um and as uh, as as the Kylo and Ray stuff, yeah. yeah it may be it may be, you know, Kylo's new base star story thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Ray has it presumably yeah. on on in that in that scene. Um is the bandolier significant? Is it some sort of connection to, you know, to Han? Uh yeah. is, we've talked before about is there some sort of, you know, I have a, a like a pretty sort of tinfoil hat crazy theory that maybe uh, we know that, that we've, we've sort of been told in through magazine articles or whatever that Kylo's trying to, like, you know, mess with, like, learn some Sith secrets or whatever. Um, maybe he's trying to figure out a way to bring Han back. And yeah. we've talked before about, you know, maybe he's trying to sort of cheat his way to Ben before he realizes, you know, how he has to sort of organically do it. And he's trying to, you know, undo, literally undo what he's done by bringing Han back to life. And somehow... You know, those items that are like connected to Han's life are important for that. I mean, again, that's probably not what's happening, but maybe Chewie just uses all those little silver boxes to store like, you know, trail mix, (laughs) muesli bars. Exactly. He's like, take, take this with you. You're going to be hungry. You're going to, you're going to need it. Uh, that's, that's as likely as anything. (laughs) Uh that's cool. I'm gonna to have to start wildly theorizing about that. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that was there. Uh we then get Maybe the, Babu Frick lives inside one of the Maybe Babu little... Frick lives in one of the pouches, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh there's then another another shot of that huge space battle um with horses on the on the Star Destroyer again. Yeah. Um they're not called horses, but I don't remember what they're called. Orbacks, yeah. Jerry Orbax. That's Jerry what they're Orbacks, that's what they are yeah. called. Um we then get uh there's a shot of Kylo looking very sort of purposeful, striding yeah. forward purposely with a purposefully purposefully with a, a single sort of tears rolling down his, his face. So who knows what's going on there. Yeah. That's possibly him, you know. I mean, if we are literally just gonna redo the end of Return of the Jedi, that could be his like, you know, Vader turning to the light, yeah. like taking on the Emperor kind of moment. That's it. Well, you know, it
1: was all, I will finish what you started. Mm. And, well, you started throwing Poppatine down a big
0: shaft. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I
1: need to finish that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, well, see, that's, that's how we, one of the only predictions we've ever gotten right on this show yeah. is um, we predicted pretty much Kylo's whole arc in The Last Jedi beforehand. And it was based on, you know, he says he's going to finish what Vader started. Vader wanted to get rid of the Emperor and yeah. replace him. So the idea that he would kill... Snoke came out of like, well, that's what Vader was trying to do. Yeah. So, um, you know, hey, maybe, that, and the other, the other thing about about the about Vader and the Emperor that I've kind of found funny for a long time now is like, in light of the prequels and the whole rule of two thing, yeah, Vader killing the Emperor goes from a redemptive moment to. That's what every Sith apprentice does to every Sith Lord. (laughs) It's like, how convenient for him that he was able to redeem himself by doing the thing he was meant to do anyway that all Sith apprentices do. Uh, Obviously, you know, usually they don't have to sacrifice their lives in the process, which is where the redemption aspect comes in. they're not doing it to save their son. They're not doing it to save their son. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so then we get... um, uh, Ray, we're sort of coming to a close here. We get Ray facing off against the Emperor.
1: Mm. Um,
0: and he's up uh, he's up high above her. High above uh, her. He's got the high ground, yeah. so it's over. <laughs> it's over, yeah she's, yeah. Done. yeah, she's done.
1: But it looks like he's got some kind of um, machinery around his head area. Yeah, there are sort of something. these, like,
0: wire sort of yeah. things. Like, I don't know what they are exactly. So because we can't like... see his face, but we see these things coming around the side of the chair. Yeah.
1: I kind of sort of like to think that he's, you know, like the, um, the same way that the... Thousand Eyed Crow or whatever it was called in Game of Thrones mm. was kind of locked into the tree. Mm. Maybe he's sort of somehow tied to the throne. Mm. I know we see the throne empty earlier, mm. but maybe he's somehow wired up to something on the throne that's keeping him alive. Or
0: what, Do we think we'll get a detailed explanation in this movie of like how the Emperor is there? Or do you think they're just going to eh. sort of Snoke it and be like, there he is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we need one. Mm.
1: I don't think we 100% need one. It'd be
0: nice to get some idea. Mm. Like, yeah. Mm.
1: when well, you do know, see yeah. him like isn't it robot chicken where you know you see everyone dropping
0: down shafts yeah and we just see him at the bottom of the shaft going Pum. oh uh, that's the thing i mean if Maul survived being thrown down a shaft we can just sort of take it as red i suppose that the emperor could as yeah. well but uh and he wasn't even cut in it's
1: half shafts not as fatal as you'd, thought, as, as you'd yeah.
0: think yeah well Is there hope for uh, for Han as well? Then
1: Luke went down a shaft as well. He made it out. He made it out okay. Yeah, yeah, it's Um, true. Nobody uh... Han's gone down a shaft, and we didn't see the body. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's true. (laughs) Who knows? So uh, I mean, don't throw yourself down a shaft. No, I'm not saying don't try it at home. No, but possibly not as fatal as first thought. If you have a bottomless shaft at home, you're doing well. (laughs) You're doing pretty good. Must be a A kill for a bottomless (laughs) shaft in this economy. (laughs) that's <laughs> madness. madness. Then we get uh um we, we get the 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 shot of Ray, um the final shot of the trailer. Um now what's interesting about that is uh, so far, throughout these 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 this sort of footage, um, the the marketing for Rise of Skywalker, these last little stingers in the trailer have been used to sort of tease yeah. like a reveal. So the end of the the, the um, celebration teaser is the Emperor's laugh, yeah. and it's like oh, you know, damn, Emperor's back. The end of the D twenty three trailer is Dark Ray, which we see no more of this in yeah. in this trailer, and is and is probably some sort of vision yeah. or temporary freak out. The background of that
1: dark ray shot seems to match the Emperor's Throne um, architecture. Okay. Bit, like the kind of obsidian blocks yeah. and stuff. So maybe she's in that throne room as a vision.
0: Because mm. we definitely see light ray in that same throne mm. room. Yeah. I mean, she could, she could be turned to the dark side somehow, like either through actually turning, which seems extremely unlikely, yeah. or just some sort of mind control situation and then ben has to save her yeah uh, could be a clone that Light ray has to fight yeah i mean we've we've i'm <laughs> we've sure we've about done, the, we've talked about yeah, this at length like yeah, it's like been a while things. since the d23 thing <laughs> yeah. yeah um then we get uh i suppose that the yeah so sorry this shot the shot of rage sort of looking straight ahead at the camera with a kind of faint smile mm. on, her, on her face um is unusual because it's it's not any sort of reveal, but it's yeah. interesting because it's like, well, what's what's she seeing that's prompting this kind of like look of happiness yeah. on her face? Um, is she seeing Ben turn to the light? Is, is the Emperor showing her something? Like, is she seeing her parents? Is yeah. she seeing... Uh, force ghosts. Is she seeing Han? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what what is what yeah. is she seeing? Uh, is she seeing Luke and Yoda yeah. come back as Force ghosts? Like, I mean, she wouldn't care about Yoda. But, you know what I mean? Like, what is what is she seeing? There
1: appears know? to be something bluish and, and shimmery reflected in mm. her eye.
0: Mm. But then that's also <laughs> true that, yeah. for the shot where Kylo yeah. uh, is sort of striding forward a few shots earlier. So, yeah. anyway... Mm, interesting stuff.
1: Um, what a trailer! What a trailer! I mean, uh, universally loved. I, I haven't seen one single person have any issues with it. Yet. I've
0: seen a few people be like, "Oh, it's okay," and I'm just like, <laughs> "Like, what are you?" Watching? Look, I understand. Yeah. You know, entertainment art is subjective. Whatever. You know, I'm sure there are things that they love, but yeah. like that I don't love. But like, man, that's right. I did, I did I, see I, one I, person. I honestly, say, feel yeah. sorry for people who can't enjoy yeah. that trailer. Yeah, it's just, it's just it's just fun man it's just yeah. pure joy in a two-minute trailer form yeah and then when you talk about it for an hour and a half and you and you lose it that's <laughs> that's pure joy as well yeah. um, so then then we get uh, we get a, 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 a there's a couple more things we should talk about just quickly yeah um, last line of the trailer is the force will be with you always yeah. Luke takes the force will be with you Leia says uh, has the always Um so Carrie Fisher getting the last line yeah. of the last word, uh, which is, I guess, that's that's the emotional kind of knockout moment is, that people were looking for at the end of a trailer like this, um, especially, you know, coming on on her birthday, et cetera, et, yeah. et cetera. Much has been made of that. Probably a coincidence because this was just the first Monday night football game to fall within two months of the film's release. Yeah. Um, but it could have been deliberate, and either way, it worked out really, really well. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was thinking that, that that could be,
0: you know, Verbatim
1: from the movie, and it could mm. be Luke and you know, Ghost Luke and Leia mm. combining to help train Ray. Yeah, that um, would be cool. So then they send her wait, off wait, wait, again.
0: wait. wait so, so, just to be clear, you mean Ghost Luke and and like living and, Leia, and and not living Ghost Leia. Luke yeah. and Ghost Leia. Ghost Luke and Living Leia, okay. yeah, okay,
1: yeah, combining to, to yeah. train, <laughs> her, yeah.
0: And they maybe send her on her way at the end with Force with the Always, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just clarify there because I. I don't know. This is this movie's too emotional. It's going to be too emotional already yeah. without them killing, you know, Leia at some point. Um, oh, they might, you know. I mean, as might. long as it's like a, you know, uh, she's if she dies peacefully or yeah. like heroically or, I mean, I guess that's, that's really the only options anyway. Don't see a lot of her in this trailer.
1: And, and also not in the poster.
0: Yeah, but she does get top billing on the poster.
1: Yeah, but she's not in. She's the, not actually in yeah. it, but her
0: but when it lists the cast down the bottom her yep. name is first, which mm, is cool. That's the head cool, yeah. of Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um but even Mark Hamill being that high up is kind of <laughs> interesting. It's it's that's a case where like you could make the argument that the Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, etc, uh, uh, Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver um have been a little hard done by with this trilogy and that it's always people like a lot of the hype is always sort of centered on like bringing the old guys back yeah. as opposed to like,
1: oh, but then you know, in thirty years, they'll be the old guys. Yeah, right? that's true. Can hype them
0: up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and people will be writing stories like, "Look how yeah. much more Daisy Ridley got paid than that's it than uh, the the Domino Gleason the fifth or you yeah. know what I mean? Like whoever whoever yeah. the, the star of those movies is in the future. Not that I'll be around to see them. <laughs> no, but who knows? Maybe <laughs> you're not dying, as far as we know. Well, no, but that,
1: you know, I'll be I'll be in my late seventies in thirty years.
0: So, that's true. You know. I don't think they'll wait thirty years this time. Well, <laughs> Especially if this ends in a way where it's like Kylo is redeemed but he's just off like wandering the galaxy or whatever. Yeah. Cause that that leaves a, the door wide open for maybe ten years from now, episode yeah. ten where they're reunited. Yes. Or whatever, whatever happens. Having said that, they are committing really, really hard in the in the marketing to this being the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. yeah. Like the end of the nine film saga because they know things with end game do, better. Yeah, <laughs> do yeah. better yeah it's funny like all the people who were like oh this is the last time i'll ever do this this is the last time i'll ever watch a trailer like this or this is the last time i'll watch monday night football to see a trailer or this is the last time we'll celebrate this on twitter together etc etc and it's like no it's not it, t- it's the last time for the skywalker saga yeah but for all intents and purposes that's only really something that's become like when when did we even start saying the skywalker saga i don't know probably probably in the sequel trilogy we're right? gonna, yeah we're going to yeah. get just as hyped for whatever the next thing is probably yeah. maybe not i don't know i don't know but it's it's an
1: it's an incredible achievement nine films spanning those 40 years and, mm.
0: yeah you know. oh definitely yeah do we think it's going to outperform Endgame i do yeah. Uh, I don't think you do <laughs> uh, globally no. <laughs> no I think because it doesn't have China um, yeah well, okay yeah. like you know it'll come out in China probably yeah. but um it doesn't it doesn't have the sort of you know they don't have the sentiment they don't have the nostalgia for Star yeah. Wars that the rest of the world does um uh, I uh, but I think like in America it will pro- it will yeah because because uh Force awakens is still the all-time champ in America yeah um over avatar over um, end game. Just in North America. So I think um, it'll definitely overtake Endgame and Avatar in North America. I don't know that it overtakes Force Awakens, purely because I think, like, opening weekend, absolutely. It'll be the biggest opening weekend of all time. But in terms of whether or not it has the legs, I mean, I went to see Force Awakens six times in the theaters. (laughs) I'm never going to do that again. Like, that was, you know, that was such a one-off moment of, like, Star Wars is back, Harrison Ford's back, you know, like... That's not going to happen again. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, people have grown really attached to these characters over the course of these three movies. People want to see how it ends. Yeah. If 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 they pull off the, you know, if I mean, people went back and saw Endgame a bunch of times in theaters. Um, and it's not too long, two and a half hours. It's yeah. not like committing to a three three no, and a half hour no, movie. No, it's not. Uh, so it might do. A, I mean, it'll, it'll certainly do. You know, repeat business because it's Star Wars. Yeah. It's just whether it does. You know, Force Awakens level repeat business. Yeah. In theory, it can squeeze more screenings in than Endgame.
1: Um, yeah, it's a bit so, shorter. So, yeah. yeah, it could. Yeah, it it's could, only could three minutes longer yeah. than the Last Jedi, yeah. and it's got
0: so much more ground to cover from yeah. the looks of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, one one more interesting bit of dialogue here uh, in the trailer we haven't talked about uh, that kind of uh, I suppose um, confirms a lot of stuff plot wise and hasn't really been talked about that much is the Emperor literally yeah. says um, your coming together will be your undoing. Yeah. So he's. He's talking to Ray. He's there, talking right? to Ray and Kylo. The yeah. Emperor said Raylo writes. You know, yeah. like the the Emperor is talking Raylo right there in the, in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now, you know, he, he's not necessarily in the Reylo sense, but at least in the teaming up of you know Kylo and and Ray. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting yeah um
1: i love that line from luke as well though, overcoming fear where is, the, is the is the destiny of the jedi yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. which he yeah, yeah that's we, we we touched on this in the in the other the other version of this pod but in the allegiance comics ray's sort of in a, in an interesting spot and not where i thought she would be at this stage of the story based mm. on the end of the last jedi at the end of The Last Jedi, she seems very confident. She seems to have things figured out, especially in the book. She's like, I understand now I'm sort of an instrument for the will of the Force. Yeah. You know, the Force controls me, not the other way around. Kylo doesn't understand that yet, you know, but I do. Um, and, and all that, that's sort of the implication of the end of the book. Um, and and the, the film, but it's just not as explicit. Um in the comic, she's really struggling with the force. Like she's fighting this like trash monster thing, and she's like, oh, "I can't, I can't use the force the way I want to fight it." And she's like, she's she's feeling like she's under a lot of pressure to be, you know, the savior of the galaxy, and all these people are depending yeah. on me, and everybody wants. Which we see a bit of in this trailer when she says, um, "Yeah, everybody thinks they know who I am," kind of thing. Yeah, uh, everybody thinks they know me. So, um, oh, what everybody, everybody tells tells me they know me. So I, I think, um,
1: she's gone from a girly in bread and a burnout uh, uh,
0: husk to, to being like the savior of the galaxy right yeah so, you know, it's a lot of yeah a lot of it's a lot of pressure it makes sense that she would be feeling that pressure yeah um but but yeah so that but the idea that you know that there would be some fear there if she's going up against you know the emperor mm. or even even just kylo um and she's struggling with her powers a little bit or yeah. or feeling that pressure to be the savior of the galaxy yeah um you Know there's certainly going to be like some big obstacles there for her to overcome, so um, yeah, yeah. Uh, some some good, uh, good life advice from Luke Skywalker <laughs> yeah. there. Um, anything else before we shut this baby down? And I think we've covered everything about twice now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
1: I'm happy to report I've done the numbers and this podcast has been 51% as good as the last one, so we've hit our goal.
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, I I don't know if it's been. You know, I mean, I'll take it. I'll I'll gladly take fifty one percent. I don't know if I would have gone that high, but I uh, I will take it. Uh, look, we'll just have to. You know, if you're listening to this, you'll just have to imagine how how great the other the yeah. other podcast was. Uh, tell
1: us what other stuff you've spotted in this trailer. Like I didn't. Yeah, see tell the- us what
0: you've failed to record lately. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, tell us, tell us what you've spotted because yeah. we've, we've, I feel like we've, we've spotted a decent amount of stuff, and then we've picked up as you know, we called out a few people throughout the episode who've, who've picked stuff up on Twitter. But there's probably tons of stuff in there yeah. that I haven't seen. Yeah, um, I haven't spent a bunch of time on Twitter yet. Um, Tracking the bandolier is going to be like my new Charlie Day conspiracy yeah. theory meme. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, let us know what you what you spotted. You can uh, follow us and, and uh, interact with us at uh, at Force Material on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, I'm Ron Williams. I'm Baz McAllister. And you've just taken your first step into a larger world.